to Bickering Peaks with your hosts, Aiden and Lindsay. Uh, okay, so we're here with a very special guest um, to recap episode seven of season two. Yes. Which, which is, is episode called 13? Episode 14. 14 of the overall series, yes. Yes. So, what uh, is it called? Lonely Souls. Lonely Souls. Yes. It was written by Mark Frost, directed by David Lynch. It aired on November 10th, 1990. Yes, and when was it, it supposedly took place, take place? Yes, took place March 9th, 1989. Okay. Yes. So we do have a guest here today, in yes. person. Live and in the flesh. Live and in the flesh. For us, anyway. Actually, we have two guests. Yes. We have uh, Jennifer. Yes. And we have Reggie. Her dog, Reggie. Who's so if here? you hear any, you know, barking or... Or, you know, scratching you know, or anything like that. Yeah. Dog yeah. tags. Yeah. That's not Jingling. us in this case. No, it's not us. <laughs> it's, Reggie. it's Reginald. Yeah. Reginald. Yes. Yeah. He watched... We, we did a, a nice yeah, marathon a of season, marathon, one, season two today. Yeah. And Reggie was there for the whole thing. Yes. Leading up to this episode. Yes. Which, uh, Jennifer had never seen before. And it's the big episode where you yes. find out Laura's killer. The big reveal. The big reveal. So, so we wanted to get a first-hand impression from someone who'd mm-hmm. never seen it. So before we get into anything too detailed, though, Jen, give us a little bit of history. How did you hear about Twin Peaks? Well, I heard about Twin Peaks from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was just the last time I was over. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. I think yeah, yeah, last yeah time we just I was started over, talking about it. A couple we months watching... ago. What, what were we doing? We were watching TV, and they're like, you have to watch Twin It was, I think... <laughs> no, and then you always talk about how Audrey and Cooper are named after your favorite TV show, <laughs> yes. and I'm like, what is this Audrey and Cooper show? are our cats. We have, yes. we have three cats. Two of them are named Audrey and Cooper. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. you always talk about Twin Peaks, and I just... Actually, I always thought you were talking about the show Higher Ground. <laughs> so I was just like, what? Wow, they really like Hayden Christensen. <laughs> but now I know what it is. There so, you go. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. my introduction. Yeah. And we gave you the DVDs like a month ago. You watched season one yeah. pretty much straight through, right? Yeah, I watched and season part one. Of season two? And part of season two. And then I rewatched it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. today. Until. Episode this. three was when I yeah. stopped, and then so yeah. so you had a few episodes today that were brand new. Yeah, brand yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. brand yeah. new. Mm-hmm. And but. yeah, yeah. So you're relatively new. That's what good. are your What are your thoughts on the show in general right yeah. now? Well, <laughs> now that I've seen episode fourteen or yeah. seven yeah, or yeah. season two, very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Just what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically my. Entire thoughts is like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's Jen's thesis for this yeah. episode. Yeah. Which is a what the fuck? Yeah. It's a good summary. Mm. Well, even season one with the backwards dream, wow. Yeah. Like Lindsay yeah. was saying, it is very unnerving. Yeah. Like, well, people, I, it actually creeps me out. Like, it I, does. You, I you don't even, even like the theme song because it just. It just creeps me out. Well, and yeah. even just the, the at the the intro to on the discs. There's like interspersed scenes from the show, yeah. and there's just a scene of the little man from another place, and Talking Jen like coffee. covering her yeah, ears like, no, and like I don't, I don't want to see him. him. Like his voice is just so like oh, yeah. it's, oh, it's not right. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. It's that not is right. Yeah. not that it's because he's a little person. No, just, no, it's just he's he's well, creepy. Does and, it so yeah. well? Yeah, and what like does he the represent? way he just jiggles into the scene, yeah, like yeah. just the way he. Like, what is that movement he's doing? <laughs> well, they filmed it backwards. Oh, okay. And yeah. then, yeah, yeah, and then replayed it forward so it and looked weird. And it just weird. felt, like, yeah. so, like, wrong. Wrong. Like, it just, yeah. Well, that's what it's supposed to, yeah. Yeah, like, I just yeah. did not like it's, that. It's another place. 
yeah, that, he's that's what from that another place. dream definitely yeah. feels like. So, yeah. um, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. No, we're talking about this the is great, all real. Well, yeah, and, well, and very shit gets real. Shit gets real. This, episode. this is a really uncomfortable episode for a lot of people. Yeah. I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. even very. me. Like I felt my heart. I was taking notes and my hand was yeah. shaking. I, I am the the final scene of this episode is really unnerving. Like I think even at one point I just didn't even want to watch. Yeah, anymore. Just like, no. really, because I just like. <laughs> I was like, this can't be real, yeah. right? Like, I'm yeah. like, this is not real. Yeah. And it angered me at the end when you realize they didn't do nothing. They didn't <laughs> do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. They did dig all. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely. had all the information. That, yeah. They well, that's the thing. They like, didn't, but... To me, like, I, I had the exact opposite reaction. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that, that had to happen. Like, there was no way they could have stopped Maddie from getting killed. Spoiler alert. Well, well spoiler really. alert. Hopefully, like we yeah. said, you've been watching this with us, yeah, so you know. So you've you seen know this episode. Yeah, yes. yeah. But yeah, uh, when yeah, when they saw when Maddie died, I was like, yeah, that sucks. But mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? And you yeah, were like, no, they, they should have stopped. They should have stopped it only because I like I like happy endings. Yes. <laughs> so when it didn't have a happy ending, yeah. oh, I was man. like, are you fucking kidding me? Jana's gonna be so upset with the finale of this oh, show. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> now we turned you off the series completely. <laughs> I'm not turned go. off. Like I'm actually curious because mm. I'm really angry that yeah, like you said, they don't know right that he's the one. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks it's Ben Horn. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. The last two episodes, they've really been setting it up to be Ben, right? Yeah. So and then here they are now. So. Yeah, so Eden, the, the German title for this episode. Yes, let me share my lovely pronunciation with Listen the to world. this, Jen. This is this is awesome. Einsam Seelen. What? Einsame Seelen. Einsame Einsame. Einsame Seelen. That's that's how you pronounce it in the original German, of course. No, no, that's not how you pronounce it in any language. No, but that's how you I pronounce just it. Google make it talk. Google talk it. <laughs> That's better. That's how we should do it from now on. We're going to yes. do that next time. We'll do that time. next time. So that it's, the Google Translate it. voice is almost as creepy as yeah. Mike's voice. So, mm. yeah. We should play it backwards. And Record then forwards? it backwards and then play it back forwards. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. No, I don't think so. Anyways. So, uh, let's get started. The Log Lady intro. Log Lady intro. Um, she talks about pain and this circle of pain and suffering yes. that... Well, she says she says it's a poem. Yeah, for well, something yes. I don't remember exactly what. And she reads a poem. She reads a poem, and it is about a circle of suffering and pain. Um, and what else does she say? About well, the it? final line is "Woe to the woe to the ones who behold the, the pale, pale horse." horse. Yes, um, which is poignant mm-hmm. when you get to the finale. of Yes, the, once uh, you see the pale horse, you're yeah. like, "Oh yeah. yeah," because it's. Uh, yeah, it it comes into yes, like, it does. It appears damage. in this episode mm-hmm. in in force. Yeah, um, so it's the suffering yeah. of the uh, the kind of giver of pain as well as the receiver. Right, and in, I mean in this case it's very obvious. I mean Leland suffers almost as much as well, not as almost as much, but no, he but suffers himself. Suffering. He's been suffering, and as much as he's inflicting suffering. Yeah, exactly. On yeah, like he really misses Laura. I think I don't think that's a well. That's a yes, yes. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get to Okay, it. yeah. We'll, we'll jump ahead. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, first so episode. Or first, first episode. First, first scene. scene is in the sheriff's station. Yes. And everyone's standing there sipping coffee. Got yeah. the whole Twin Peaks Sheriff Department and Mike. And Mike. And they're all just there. And Gordon Cole. And Gordon Cole. Gordon Cole is around. Yep. And they're all drinking coffee mm-hmm. in a nice lineup. Very orderly. Yep. 
And I actually like that scene. It was yeah. it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, just I like, thought it was really funny that they all just kind of stood there. Yeah, they're yeah. just like calmly waiting. And they're like, I'm going to do it when I finish my coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. important. Yeah, Because, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, they want to send Hawk out to uh, check out Harold Smith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've got the warrant or they're going to get a warrant for his yes. place to see if they can get the, the secret, secret diary. diary. Yep. And Gordon is off to Bend, Oregon. Yes. For, as he tells everyone very loudly. Yes. Uh... Once he finishes his coffee, yeah. he'll be off to bed, Oregon. Um, but, and he was on a secret hush-hush mission, which is... Like, yeah. You phrased it in the past. Like, I'm Cole, suspicious of Gordon Cole. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe because I know more... Like, I've seen the show many times. And, and I've been book. And, and I've been involved in lots of conversations about this with people. And there are a lot of people who are very suspicious of Gordon Cole because he's just... He knows a lot. He has to, he has to be in charge of all of this. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just no. It's true. He he knows everything that's yeah. going on. And his hush 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 mission to Bend, Oregon seems shady. Shady. To you, everything he does is shady. I still love him. Yeah, I don't care. Of course. Uh, now the interesting part for the, of the scene for me was uh, Mike. Yeah. When he say, he just recites exactly what he said in the previous episode about uh, he describes a Great Northern. Yeah. You know, it has many rooms with different souls living in it each night. And the music it comes in and it's like yeah. really ominous. And then as soon as he finishes talking it just disappears. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, yeah, back to drinking coffee. coffee. It's, it was so funny <laughs> like, to be like. That's why I wanted to find out like when this episode aired because I thought maybe this was already when they started playing around with the scheduling or something because... Mm. Maybe they needed to refresh people's memory about that. Yeah, well, it, but it, it's... it serves that function. And I've noticed that uh, in the second, in the first two episodes of the season, because we rewatched them, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of that where they were, David Lynch episodes especially, they were mm-hmm. recapping what happened the previous Yeah, but episodes. I don't know, I mean, well, we literally watched it like 30 seconds before we started this one, so we hadn't mm-hmm. forgotten. I don't think you'd forget that final... No. And, and they the don't fill episode. in all the other parts, so it's it's kind of it's odd. a weird it's a weird. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was a weird way to get a laugh <laughs> to have like this ominous thing. In well, the I don't music think play. it was for a laugh. I think it was. It like it disappears and they just go back to some coffee. Well, it was funny. Like it's I don't know. Anyways. That part is true. They do just go back to yeah. drinking their coffee again. I know. Yeah, I really like good. it because it's just like it's a break from all the crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's a crazy thing to do. Yes. Yeah. To be like, hey, we're in the middle of a murder investigation. <laughs> yeah. Let's finish our Let's coffee. finish his coffee. And like, hey, and the spirit just came and possessed this guy's body. <laughs> yeah. We're all having coffee with the guy. <laughs> yeah. exactly. In amongst us, not cuffed or anything. No. No. That's true. Yeah, right? That like, is true. Like, yeah. like, hey, he's just another one of us, you know? Yeah. And like, even though like just moments before he was like going nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's, yeah, that, that's Twin Peaks, That's guys. Twin Peaks, in, in a nutshell. Um, so from there we go to the Great Northern. Yes, and, and there's Mike, this, yeah. So Mike is... There's, there's a, parade a parade of people yeah. who come in and they're, I guess they're trying to, what, like, introduce well, to, them yeah, to Mike? Yeah, they show him to Mike and Mike says, yes, that's Bob, or no. And he's right. saying no to everybody who shows up. Um, yeah. And... And in the background. Well... Yeah, right. The balls. The balls. The, all the soldiers and earth soldiers, sailors, sailors with their balls. Just bouncing rubber balls all over the floor. Balls. Sailors, are they even close to the ocean? Yeah, well. well yeah, yeah why I guess they're close they? to Seattle. So. Uh, yeah, they they're like, like three hours away from Seattle. They're sailors or something. They all yeah. seem really young, so it, maybe. It, uh, who knows who what's knows? going on? There's, There's always something going on at the, at the Great Northern. There's that's always true. some convention yeah. or group of people that's hanging out doing something crazy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I always, I often, okay, so watching this again, like how sick Mike looks, like he's all sweaty yeah, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. kind of like out of it because he's not, he's not been given his medication. They've been withholding his medication. And I'm like, at what point does this become like abuse? Oh yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> like the guy's sick. Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, they've got Doc Hayward there. He's sitting right beside him, but like. Ethically, mm-hmm. I mean, they crossed that line a while back, yeah. but I don't know. They cross a lot of lines. They though. do. They that's, cross a yes, lot of lines in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like their own world. Well, it is. It is there. World. Yeah, no, it's true. But it's yeah. just funny because yeah, like he's off his medications, but yeah. just moments before they're all having coffee. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's yeah. yeah. It's odd, but it's yeah. It's Twin Peaks. That's what they do. I mean, it's just yeah. So okay, we can come back to this, but I want to bring this up because i mean mm-hmm. mike and bob are obviously parallels mm-hmm. uh they're both inhabiting spirits and mm-hmm. stuff and we just had a quick discussion before we started this episode about whether bob was a, a, a spiritual entity like a supernatural thing or if he's just a representation of of uh, like a metaphor yeah for a metaphor abuse for or... abuse and and uh leland's internalization of his own abuse or something like that mm-hmm. and bob might the same applies for mike and philip gerard potentially because i mean philip has medicine that makes Bob, yeah. Mike go away, right? right? So if it was a purely supernatural element, you would think maybe medicine or drugs wouldn't be able to yeah. prevent that, right? So we can get into that near, maybe at the end of the episode, talking yeah. about Bob too. But it's it's, it's an interesting though, right? way. Like, yeah, like in, now that you're think, talking about that, like I'm like, yeah, you're right. He is on me- medication, yeah. so yeah. and it's medication it's not for supernatural. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe it's, it's like a psychological thing. thing. Yeah, right. and then maybe Cooper's on something too. Yeah, we because we yeah. don't really know too much about him, right? Like you, right. we see just a clean cut person yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it makes you wonder, like, yeah, because you mentioned that you don't see him drinking ever. No, and that's and been brought up by other people who are like, maybe that's because he it. The, the yeah, alcohol would, would affect him yeah. some way. Yeah. You know, maybe he does he's an alcoholic, drink, yeah, or he, Well, or, or maybe because he's on duty, too. It yeah. could be that, could too. Be, yeah. It could be that, too. When he's is he just a stickler. But, yeah. but, I mean, he he abuses caffeine. And he even mentions that in the previous episode or two episodes earlier where he's like, I must monitor my caffeine consumption. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, everybody, everybody in Twin Peaks seems to dabble in excesses. Like, they have some vice. Yeah. And that must be Cooper's. But... It's still like, yeah. It, it it's um, it's inter- interesting that you brought that up about Cooper because, like, he's seeing things too, mm-hmm. and he's affected by things. Yeah. But the only thing but, that kind of like says that he's not really seeing things was with the Colonel. Or yeah. Yeah. Bobby's the, dad, the Major Briggs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey. Yes, yes. Right. See, right. like, if it, if that scene never happened, then I'd be like, I think it might be it. Just I in his head. Yeah. Maybe yeah, this entire yeah, yeah. thing, everyone has their own like psychological problem. Yeah. Right. And Dave Lynch is just playing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. What was his major in university? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, was he psych major? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Actually, because, it's a good like, point. we even like thought about it. We're like, yeah, it's a dissociative personality right. disorder. If it is Leland, and yeah, because even with um, with Laura, yes. we talked about that too because she is his offspring, right? Mm-hmm. And that, and she has a good Laura and the bad yes. Laura. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously so Leland around, having yeah. his his break with reality and yeah. being Leland and being Bob. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Um, and the mom's drugged all the time. So right. She, she has know. no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she knows still. She knows a well, little bit. Well, she has bit. like an intuitive she, thing. Yeah. And she can see, she's seen Bob. Like, yeah. Much. We'll, we'll get into this. <clears throat> yeah. Let's continue down the episode. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Is it, no, yeah, yeah no. We, we get, at the end, we can talk about it all. I think Absolutely. we just want to go through the, the um, basic points. But yeah, so uh, Ben Horn comes yes, in. Stalking and, through the hallways right. with his cigar on and looking very upset. And Mike reacts violently when Ben walks in. So immediately well, but, yeah. like did you notice that yeah that it was noticed, okay yeah. so did you okay. think it was ben at that point or i were didn't you... think it was at that point only because it felt too convenient yeah, yeah. because of this previous episode audrey was like my dad uh slept with laura right yeah. but that's and then like the part where she just said like that you he never answers the question whether he killed her yeah, yeah, yeah. right right it yeah like, it's almost too convenient yeah, yeah. it's just too quick to like wrap it up that nicely yeah. that i was like i don't think it's him I yeah think they're just doing it to throw us off yeah, yeah. because yeah it just i didn't feel like it was him yeah. but did you ever at any point think that it was ben horn or not really because yeah. i felt like it was too convenient it was just the whole like time. a whole leo thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. right right it would have been too convenient yeah for me like i felt like because it's David Lynch, it had to be someone that you would never suspect. Right. Yes. But then, like, I... Like, Leland was, like, weird, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know why I felt funny about him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now I know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Was there I the just whole felt time, like, yeah. like I said, like, when I first watched the very first episode, I was like, Andy. You t- I know, <laughs> yeah. you did. You texted like, me that, and you were like, yeah. yep, it's Andy. It's him. And it's him. It's funny, because you did text me at one point, and you were like, is it Leland? And yeah. I'm like, shit, don't say anything. <laughs> like, Play it cool, maybe. Lindsay. But only because I told you mm-hmm. his grief was just over the top. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just didn't, it felt icky. Yeah. Like, yeah. You shouldn't, like, father's grief, but not to that level where yes. it was like, let me throw myself on, and how he was in her room and, like, yes. holding her picture to his yes. heart and dancing I don't really yeah. know if fathers are like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel. Well, I, like... I thought it felt. No- I thought it felt pretty normal at the time, but after you've got to this point, you're just like, oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, it, abnormal, it's too definitely. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it was too much. Right. Maybe I have father daughter issues. <laughs> but I just feel like it was too mm. much. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it just felt like there was something icky about. Yeah, it. Yeah, something not right. Like something not right. Yeah. Like how he just. Because, like, dads are more stronger and, like, they're well, that's not weak. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm, like, generalizing and yeah. making the sure. whole, Sure. Like, but, yeah, yeah, no, in, in, in general, that's how they're portrayed, right? Well, so yeah. even right there, to have a father portrayed in that way is, is different. different. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. for but sure. It's interesting now, because, like, if you think about it, they, po- they, po- they make you think that it's either Ben Horn yes. or Leland. Right. Well, you actually never suspect it's Leland, but they're both fathers. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. And they're both, like, complete opposite. Yeah. Like, father, but one was actually doing horrible things. Yeah, to exactly. One the other was, one like, was... just didn't Also shit. doing <laughs> horrible things to Leland's daughter, too, <laughs> yeah. as we find out. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah. Just, they're not... Men still, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's not not going to win Father of the Year. No. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. No. But a lot of people would think Leland would. Yeah, yes. Well, again, that's no, yeah, like that's Twin Peaks in a nutshell. Is on the surface, it looks like one thing, yeah. and then you get underneath, and it's yeah. it's dirty and messy and the exact yeah, opposite. Yeah, so dirty. Yeah, very. Like, I felt, yeah, you dirty. felt dirty. Yeah, I I like in this scene that as there's like all this chaotic like yeah. balls bouncing, there's people walking around, and there's so many people in the lobby, and over top of it all, you hear Ben ask like two or three times, "Will somebody please tell me what the hell is going on here?" And all I could think at the time was like. Yeah, can somebody please tell um, me what, what the, the hell, hell is going on here? Because it's like, it's so chaotic. Yeah. And and it's really just, well, it's, a very, is, it's a very Lynchian scene. Lynchian because scene, it's yeah. like all this, 
we talked about lynching, like the term lynching being like um, where you have something very mundane wrapped up in something very, or something very macabre wrapped up in something very mundane, right? So you've got like a hotel lobby and there's guys bouncing balls, bouncing balls and then there's a guy like who's possessed by a demon possessed. pointing at, at a killer. Like, yeah. And that's right? like and those juxtapositions are, are very Lynchian. Yeah. yeah. This scene is perfect for that. With the, yeah. the slow pullback of yeah, the camera through yeah. the lobby and everything. Like Every, it's, everybody's just looking at their balls. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, nobody's paying attention to the central crisis here, which is yeah. like trying to ID who thing. And, and yeah, exactly. So I felt it was weird that they were even trying to identify with the other, like, people. Yeah. Because, like, he specifically said mm-hmm. it's someone at this hotel who's yes. been around for 40, 40 years. years. Yeah. These people obviously judge <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who the fuck that, are you? Yeah, like, that's a really good point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So that's why I felt like it was unnecessary, but yeah. I was just like... Yeah, they could just do the staff or something. Yeah, like they could sure. Or staff, yeah. everybody right? over the age of forty. Yeah. Like just yeah. <laughs> that would save you like, a lot hey, of time. Do this little girl right yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it was just like just didn't like, I was yeah. like, what is going on? But it like, is what the hell is going, going on? on yeah. 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 And even like cause in the scene you didn't even see the balls or anything. You just No, you yeah. just hear it. Hear yeah. it. Yes. So I was like, what is that? What is that noise? Yeah, exactly. Very lynch. It's so he just does it. Well, he just sets the mood with sound. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, uh, so yeah, then we go to Harold Smith's place. But I, there's a sh- quick shot of a cop car with the sirens on. Yeah, I think it's a re- reused shot from yeah, the pilot. Yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not a new one. But so yeah, Hawk's Hawk, speeding off to Harold Smith's place. Yeah, with the warrants. He but he walks in. The door's unlocked. And the place is trashed. Trashed. There's yeah, like it's the totally orchids are everywhere, and there's papers ripped out of books and just yeah. littering the floor. Everything's re- crashed over. And, and then, then when he walks in, he sees Harold. Well, he sees his Harold's body. legs. Yeah. Yeah dangling uh in his greenhouse i guess yeah and uh so he's hung himself yep poor harold and it's and it's great so of, poor harold yeah. have we have yeah, we, we decided, decided do we feel sorry like... for harold or not i feel bad for him yeah because he's a un- misunderstood person right yeah. yeah and like he just wants love i guess or something yeah i think and like yeah. she uses him she yeah. does she really does but she uses him and he's like, trying to use her too though like that's what we were saying in the last yeah. episode like he wants her but i think sex, i think it's worse something. when you have um this is a crude way of putting when you have all your marbles yeah like donna does and she's still using him and yeah and like the thing is she didn't have to go to that extent yeah. to no, use him. Right. Exactly, yeah. She could have just easily done it very quick and dirty. Sure. Yeah. But she went through this entire elaborate plot. Well, and it yeah. almost seems to like get to him yeah. and yes. made it worse. Yeah. Like exactly. she made him get attached. Yeah. And she almost I, I do believe that she has attached him in a way. Yeah, she liked him, I think. Yeah. But yeah. it's still it's a very like yeah, I don't know. But maybe she's drawn to like misunderstood people could be like she seems yeah, like she wants to help yeah she do- or, i think she does yeah right. she wants to help in a way but she goes about it and we talked about this in the last episode like uh at what point does like if you're doing bad things for a good outcome is it still a good thing yeah and that's what donna is doing like i think she was trying to solve laura's murder and she's trying to do a good thing but she did so many bad things and it's led to dr jacoby having a heart attack and harold smith killing himself and like she has that realization in this episode yeah. which is i'm like fuck finally, finally yeah. like donna realizes that her shit is not cray helpful. but <laughs> yeah no it's true and yeah i mean harold smith yeah i mean you feel kind of bad i mean anybody dies it's of course. It's sad and... And is she really doing it for other people or just for herself? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she wants to solve Laura's murder. But, but was, she has no... Like, if she wanted to do that, she'd just help the police or yeah. something, right? But yeah. she just wants to solve it for herself. Yeah. yeah. Why does she want to solve it for yeah. herself? Well, initially, I thought it was because it was, like, something that she and James could do together. And then it was something she I and James like... and Maddie could do together. And, like, and now... like, they can't go for a fucking picnic? Like, what the Yeah. Fuck? Well, yeah, but... <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're right. You you're know? absolutely like, right. But... I don't... Yeah. But maybe she's always felt like that girl that's always been shorted. Sure. Because, like, her best friend is this beautiful girl that right. everybody loves. Yeah. Yes. Every single person you talk to, they're like, I loved her. I yeah. Loved yeah. Her. Every single yes. person, every pervy old guy <laughs> yeah. was like, well, I yeah. loved her. Yeah. 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 Like, that's, that's disturbing. So it must affect you growing up next to someone who is adored by everyone. Yeah. yeah. That you would feel... And to know that she has a dark side, but nobody else saw that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Except for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. sense that yeah. she was trying to help Laura too. That sure, I do agree. She yeah. was for sure. Yeah, yeah. But for her own, good. I think so. Yeah, it was like partly for her own yeah, purposes. For her own purposes to be like, maybe at the end, be like, hey, she wasn't as good as the girls you guys all thought she was, kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah I, you never really get a sense of what her motives are. No. Yeah, you that. don't. Like, why? Why? You don't. It's just a black hole. We're, we're not yeah. huge fans of Donna. Yeah, we don't on, really on like Donna that much. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Hawk is there Hawk's investigating there, this. spots it. And I, I think it's just a great couple shots. Like, they pan along the, the ground to yeah. show all the damage. And then you just see Harold's legs, like, right mm-hmm. in the middle of the frame. It's a really, really sad shot, but mm-hmm. it's a really great way of but there's that his, the his suffering. Is this the scene where they, they freeze frame on, like, a, a camera flash? Yes. And Hawk bending down to look at the... No, no, no. That's, that's in the that's next, in the that's next the one next when, they, when right, they all right, find right, the journal. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, then we go back to the Palmer household for the first time. Yes. And uh, so... We get this slow pan over the fireplace yes. and Laura's... And Laura's pictures yeah. and everything. But it's... And it's set to uh, Louis Armstrong doing... What Red, a Wonderful World. What a Wonderful World. Yeah. And... Uh, but it's Maddie that you see next yes. getting a cup of coffee and settling in on the settee with with yeah. uh, Leland and Sarah on like on side. either side they're both reading the newspaper yeah, yeah. Leland is anyway I don't yeah. know Sarah's and it's, name, but... and it's interesting because you go from all these things of Laura yes. straight to Maddie like it's yeah. a straight connection like oh, oh yeah here's the next and then Laura. she's fitting into the family unit it's yeah, like it's... this is a very normal domestic scene of yeah. like you know just this loving family but Maddie is announcing that she's leaving which is where that that's like that image of domestic bliss ends because yeah. well, this Leland, isn't your like, daughter. Collapse. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, even just the reaction. Yeah. Like Leland like folds paper. He's like, oh, dang. and yeah. Sarah just like Sarah's is visibly, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, oh God, my world's over again yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of sad, but. Yeah, I mean, they say that they're okay with it, but they're, I mean, obviously it would be difficult. Like she's been there for like almost two weeks, yeah, two right? Weeks, yeah. And, but she has a life and she has her apartment, she says, and her job. The camera just keeps panning too. Like as yeah, that's happening, moving, it just keeps it? going in. The the record player comes in front of it, yeah. And that record player comes back later on. Well, and it's I have a note here that Maddie says because they say um, you'll come back and visit, right? And, and she says, "Oh yeah, I'll come galloping back often," oh. which I thought Whoa. was <laughs> which I thought was interesting given exactly. the, the the horse, horse that we yeah. that we talk about, right? Like galloping, okay. Like it's it's that was a deliberately chosen word. Yeah, because she could have said anything like yeah. I'll, be, I'll be 
back, back in, in Jiffy. Jiffy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I'll come back off. Who says no. galloping? I'll yeah. go galloping don't. back off. And no. Because they're not. Horses like, gallop. Yeah. People don't gallop. But so they don't own horses or anything. No. There's yeah. no, there's no link there's to no that. There's no horse yeah. anywhere in this until now. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. so That's interesting. Um, yeah. But it's, it really does, I mean, I think from the very beginning of this scene, it, it really reinforces the fact that Maddie is Laura's surrogate for everyone in town. She mm-hmm. was James's surrogate for, she was Donna's surrogate, Laura. She's the Palmer's surrogate, Laura. Yeah. And her leaving is, I think, what disrupts Leland. Leland, yes. Well, I mean. And sends him yeah. into this, yeah. it, the final the... grief spiral that... Yes. That ends up with the final scene. Yeah, because in the final scene, he but repeats her name. But with or Bob. Right. Yes. yes. We'll find out. Yeah, we don't. We'll decide. And that is up for debate. Yes. Yeah. I felt like the scene showed there was something wrong with their grief as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, to lose their daughter in, mm-hmm. like, just two weeks. Yeah, you're right. It, she totally was her surrogate because yeah. it just went back almost like yeah. it was normal. Yeah. Because as a mother that lost her only child, yeah. I felt like Sarah was just too, like, I think she knew something was going on. I think she did, too. Yeah. I think she had people to People always know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you you know, whenever we hear, like, other story, like, other news articles and everything, where, yeah. like, the one person was the abusive person, like, the other person didn't know, but they right. had an inkling. Yeah. yeah. There was always something. something there. Yeah. There was always something there, so. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, cause even in the scenes with like dinner and stuff, like yeah, yeah, Sarah's yeah. just like, like where she just kind of rolls her eyes or yeah. something. Right. Yeah, like she just. Yeah, she always seemed on edge. Yeah. yeah. Like just something oh, yeah. wasn't right. Something right was about always her. wrong. Yeah. And so, so I, was, I mean, always aware. to have Maddie there probably made it feel like, like it was normal, like mm-hmm. things were back to normal. Mm-hmm. Like she could, she could maybe not have to face things, which we saw like in the. In the first scenes, or the first episodes of season one, where she's constantly being drugged, right? Like, she's constantly being given any anxiety meds or sedatives or something because she can't face it. And then Maddie comes, and she doesn't need the drugs anymore because she's got Maddie. Maddie is her her drug, right? Like, she can just pretend that everything is fine now because she's got this person who looks exactly like her daughter and is her sister's daughter. So, you know, like, it's, yeah. No. I think Definitely. I think for sure like this is this is supposed to be yeah this scene really does set up that this is yeah or there's it's been set up that right. this yeah yeah, yeah. there's something wrong with this dynamic yeah yeah and then and then for Maddie to be like yeah I'm leaving now is is that's gonna well, yeah, set shit like, off right and well, like yeah. how she even had to justify why yeah she's yeah, like, yeah she doesn't live there no, no exactly. exactly like she yeah like she didn't have to justify no. it in any sense she's just, just like I'm, I'm going home. home now bye I don't have to tell you that I have a life and everything yeah like, I'm they know that. I've only been here for two weeks yeah like relax people yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah it's it's. That's true. It's strange, but... Yeah. Um, so from there, we go back to Harold's place, and the, the cops are there, forensics team yeah. is there. They're taking pictures. pictures with the old, yes. old-timey so flash the, bulbs, yeah. Um, because everything in Twin Peaks happens in the 1950s, apparently. apparently yeah, but, yeah. Um, and they find the notes. Yeah, so they're taking body. Harold's body down, and they find this note, and Cooper incorrectly translates it. I have to point this out, because he says... The, what the note says is... J'ai un âme solitaire, which is, I have a lonely soul. Yeah. Instead of what he translates it as, which is, I am a lonely soul, which would be, je well, suis. It might be a phrase 
in French, they I, have some phrases that are that yeah, you say. But, I have like I have fifteen years, which is yeah, I yeah, yeah. Years no, old, I know, but stuff like that. So, but anyway, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a strange. It's a. Strange but it's also it's the one that came up uh, three, four episodes earlier when yes. the the little David Lynch kid <laughs> magician yeah. The little, yeah. said Mrs. that Mrs. Tremont's grandson, Mrs. Tremont's grandson, the magician, yes, said that to uh, Donna, Donna as she was leaving, as kind of. they were telling her about Harold. Yes. And that's what he says. So, and that's interesting because when we talked about that episode with uh, your friend Harvey, yeah, uh, he pointed out that uh, the Tremonts at that point in time have set in, in motion that whole storyline about yes. Donna going to see Harold and eventually leading to Harold's death. Right. So, did they know that that would be the note that he left? Like, yeah, that's that's the, an interesting point, right? Yeah. Like at because we and we just watched this one, right? So yeah. a few a few episodes, a few hours ago, actually, we watched this yeah. episode. Um, yeah, did they did they have foreknowledge that sending Donna over to Harold's place would lead to his death? Possibly. Yeah, and you gotta wonder like what were their motivations for what doing was that then? Death, what would his death serve? Like purpose of his death serve? Well and well, this is this is yeah, the thing because the because we talked about that too, that that if if the Tremons aren't real people and there's some question as to whether or not they're real people as you see in a few future episodes which you haven't watched in so we'll keep it spoiler free <laughs> yeah but are they also spirits, spirits of from some one of the the these mystical other places where bob and mike can come from and the giant and the giants yeah, giant, yeah. yeah. are they all coming from that same place and if they are they they could be agents of fate right that they set into motion these events that are supposed to happen um, yeah. So, I mean, again, yeah. open to interpretation. Yeah. But yeah, there's lots of ways of looking at it. So then the flashbulbs yeah, keep going off. They find they the pieces of Laura's. Longer longer. Okay. Yeah. You can talk about. Yep. No, okay, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's happening at the same time. But there's the flashbulbs seem to like last for like a second. And it's a very strobe like effect um, as they're picking up the notes from Laura's diary. Right. Uh, and all the other pieces of paper. And we then, know how much David Lynch loves strobes. He, he so. loves his strobes. So but then, they're slow strobes. Yeah, in this case. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they find the, the diary or yeah. Cooper picks well, up. Well, pieces of the diary, yeah, right? Yeah, no, but then they pick up the actual book and mm-hmm. they turn to the front page and it says the mm-hmm. diary of Laura Palmer. Yeah. And that's when it ends on a, and he says, Cooper says he strikes pay dirt. Yeah. Yeah, or something right. like that, yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's the end of that scene. Um, then we go on to Leo's yeah. house, the Johnson household. Yes. Um, where Leo's dripping porridge out of the front of his mouth. Yeah, so it's breakfast time at the Johnson yeah. farm, and uh, and they're going over their bills, which I think is is just hilarious in contrast to the scene of domestic happiness we had at the Palmer's house, and then here are the Johnsons. It's, you know, Shelly's ready to go to work, and they have whatever, a th- over $1,000 in bills. And even with all of Leo's money that he's getting for this insurance, like his health insurance, she's left with $42 at the end of the day for the month, for the, for the whole month, month to, get through. to get by. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, it's, it's like... And she has to quit her job. She has to quit her job yeah, because they can't afford of. to pay someone to take care of Leo. Um, this is all Bobby's idea. And Jen, you said this when we were watching. You're like... Why is she listening to Bobby? Like, He's why? An 18-year-old. Yeah, why the hell are you <laughs> listening to him? He's missing econ class right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He literally says that. I'm missing econ right yeah. now. Yeah. Because, he, and, yeah. and I feel like he's already starting to check out. Like, he's like... $42 for the month? How am I going to make it? How are we supposed to survive on $42 a month? We? Shelly, I can't keep telling my mom and dad that I'm spending the night at Mike's. 
What, what time is it? I'm missing economics as it is. We met me and Leo. Bobby, you said you're going to take care of us. What are you talking about? The, I'm not part of this. Like, I can't keep well, telling yeah, my says, parents yeah. that I'm spending the night at Mike's. Mike's like, yeah. I'm yeah. going to have to go back to my life. Sorry. Like, Sorry. things aren't panning out the way that he expected them to with this 5000 a month that he yeah. was expecting to share maybe with Shelly. So he's like, okay, see ya. Yeah, and I happy feel like, happy trails. Like and I think I mentioned that it's worse than teen pregnancy. It is. Yeah, it is worse than teen pregnancy. Yeah, like, way worse. Because now and and then you've got yeah. Leo who's sitting there, and he started to talk, which is well, he says. Kind of, yeah. He's alive. Mm-hmm. But he's just, uh, yeah, like repeating these same two words and spitting. And spitting. And that, and. New shoes. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, and, but Bobby does, he does do that. He, he picks up that maybe there's a clue there that yeah. he asked Shelly, like, does well, Leo they, have Because they're talking shoes? about money and that's when Leo starts talking right. about it. So they think maybe Leo's trying to help them, maybe? Yeah. Like, I, I don't, don't know really why he get, would think yeah. that, but. but. It's not clear, but I think, yeah, that's kind of the what Bobby takes out of it. Yeah. Um, so he gets Shelly to like, oh, did you have any shoes? Did Leo get any new shoes? He's like, no, but took some in. So Bobby kind of figures out that there's going to be money in the banana stand. Sorry, right, the <laughs> oh, new there's shoes. There's always money. There's always money in the banana in stand. In the heel of the new shoes. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So okay. that's, that's kind of that. Was there anything else in that scene? Oh, yeah. Well, just like, well, he like shrieks. Yeah, so his like, scream is, is moment where he's like, <laughs> pretty oh. terrifying. That was like, actually pretty funny. I know. Like how scared Bobby was. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just <laughs> totally. like, this guy can't move. No. Like, he can't But move. he's getting he's more and more yeah. movement. Like last episode, he looked at Shelly yeah. or something. And now he's screaming and yeah. spitting and stuff. So who knows? But yeah, it's mm. it's an interesting yeah, that was that. that, that was it's really it's it's a fun dynamic, I think. That as much as I as I really don't like the way, like, okay, I don't like Leo Johnson. Well, I don't sure. think he deserves to be treated this way. Yeah, he gets yeah, by his wife and her paramour. Like yeah. anyway, <laughs> but her like high school. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that's the thing. Like you were saying, like Shelley's probably only eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I don't know so how she, she's but like, still. she dropped out of high school. Yeah, she yeah, did. To, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, she's yeah. She's not that smart either. Like, they're making bad decisions. Oh, it's not surprising that it blows time. up in their face, right? So, so yeah. it's fun to see that happen. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so from there, we go to the Great Northern, and, and Audrey confronts yes. Ben about his involvement with One-Eyed Jacks and Laura. And uh, she tells him that she knew that he was there because... And she asks him, like, about Prudence. And that was the name that she... Uh, that she selected for oh, herself. That's, that's right, a good yeah. stripper name. Prudence <laughs> is a good stripper name, right? <laughs> or a hooker name in this or case. A, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so, of course, that that realization. I think Ben, we, we talked about this, that Ben probably already had his suspicions about... That she knew more than yeah. than uh, the average one-eyed Jack's customer yeah. <laughs> would have. But, but uh, she didn't know to the extent to which, and then... She finally confronts him with it. Right. And so it's, um, so he, his, his reaction is, is not as, well, I don't know. I don't know. What did you think of his reaction? Like, did, did it seem genuine? I thought he was genuine? like, oh shit, she's got me. I have to give up 
whatever she asks for at this point. Because, like, he, all she wants is information. Yeah. She's like, and he doesn't lie to her. He tells no, her everything. No, the truth. Like, he's... Which is, like, the like, first real moment that these two have had in... Their whole show. Yeah. yeah. Well, weeks in, in yeah. the timeline of the show. Yeah, no, that's true. What did you think, Jen? I don't really feel like he had... Like, I don't feel like he wanted to, like... He was already like, oh, I'm already busted. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just and then, go and with I think, it. I, I think in his mind, it's like, she's a kid. What is she? What could she possibly do with this information, yeah. right? Probably. Like, I kind of feel like he discounts her anyways. Yeah. Right? He doesn't really realize just how much. Like, I think the fact that she even got that far, he did probably had no clue. Yeah, sure, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. like. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he was caught off guard a little yeah, bit he's too. Caught off guard. Oh yeah, he was just like well, she even knows. even yeah. with the the suspicions he probably already had, and I do think he was suspicious. But yeah, it's it yeah, it's a strange. Well, then yeah, like it kind of blows up in his face when he gives all the information. And then she takes it to to Google. Yeah, it. well, so, she does right away. So, um, but but it's yeah, it's it's interesting that he just kind of gives it up. Um, but she does she does ask him, "Did you kill her?" This was the scene you were talking about just yeah. just a minute ago. Um, yeah, did you kill her? And he says, I loved her. Well, he, he doesn't, he does say that, but he, first he kind of like, he like sighs and exhales. He's like, no, mm-hmm. like he's like, and it's, it's one of those things that's kind of like obviously leading you mm-hmm. to like, yeah, maybe he was the killer because he doesn't, first of all, he doesn't deny it. Second of all, he has like that moment of like, he's trying to like figure out, like what he's remembering her in a yeah. certain way or something like that. And well, and he looks at her photo on his desk. And, yeah. and he I, doesn't I, even have a photo of her there. Why does he have a photo of yeah. her? Yeah, well, and that's what I've always wondered. Like, what but it was Audrey there. notices it, yeah, you know, days ago. ago. Yeah, But, but I, I, it's another moment where I feel like Audrey's been through so much. And she, she knows more about her father now than she ever wanted to know. Yeah. And then on top of it, she gets the confirmation that not only was her dad the owner of this brothel and was sleeping with Laura. He loved her potentially. Well, he says he does. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the hurt on her face and the disappointment, like, I don't know what she expected from her father, but it seems like she expected more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm almost like, why would you expect more from this douchebag? But, but she did. And I feel bad for her. I really do. I feel bad for her. And then since like, it took her so long to figure out that he did own one eye jacks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and because Emery told her yeah. that, but maybe she didn't believe it. Yeah, when yeah hearing yeah. it from him. Hear it from him. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like it's doubly painful because it's the confirmation well, that she didn't want that but she. Then was... she got that confirmation at the start of season two. Like we just watched. That. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. So she had no, that. No, not from Emery. From him. From his mouth. Like he was in there trying yeah. to grope her when she had the mask on, and right, she's right, like, right, I guess "Are you so, the yeah. owner?" And he's like, "That's right." So she knows right then. Yeah. But then she also interrogates Emery and gets it, and then she asks him a third time here. It seems like this was. It works well in this scene because, mm-hmm. like, she's drilling him for information. She's going to use this right away to go to Cooper. But in those first two instances, kind of like, it's kind of That's redundant. true. Yeah. That's true. But, I don't know. Anyways, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, we go to the double R. Yes. And poor Shelly has to quit her job. Yes. And she's crying. Mm-hmm. And I I always feel like crying when I see Major Name It cry because <laughs> she, she cries the way I cry. Like, my face kind of screws up like that. Like, it's not a pretty cry. <laughs> So is there a pretty like, cry? Well, I don't know. Some people just, some just people, dab on the eyes. Like, yeah, they, they look cry, fine, but just, you know, yeah, prettily. <laughs> I don't think. But so. Major Namek <laughs> is gorgeous, so it's fine. Yeah, I let her get fine. away with it. Yeah. But anyway, it it really hits me hard when I see this scene because she's obviously very like attached to the double R and attached to Norma. And I have it in my notes here. I'm like, Norma and Shelley equals BFF goals. They they they're like 
Yeah, more true. than best friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. I almost feel well, like Norma's they're... like the mother figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we've talked about. Like, Shelly has no one, Yeah, right? like, she's Norma's... giving up her one connection to the outside world that's yeah. not either Bobby or Leo. To go hang out at home and bathe Leo, Leo Johnson, yeah. who is her loathed husband. Yeah. At this point, I don't know why she wouldn't just go to the police and just say, yeah, you know what? This isn't worth it anymore. Yeah, he did it. Well, she might because get... Because they're stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, she yeah. is stupid. stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, but... she could get charged with, you know obstructing an investigation right right but i think because cooper already knows yeah and they probably would you know for a first offense knowing the the what he put her through yeah i'm sure it's yeah yeah she'd get a light slap on the wrist it's true probably yeah it's twin peaks it probably is a slap on yeah. 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 Considering well, like James, James has had cocaine on himself like four times. Yeah, and they just let him go. Yeah, and then Leland, he was convicted. No, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't convicted, but he was, but he was yeah. charged and indicted with murder, and he's let to go. You let go? So it's like, so you know. really Twin Peaks. Yeah. Small town dynamics. You can get away with a lot. Yeah, you can get away with a lot. Apparently. Sure. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Ed and Nadine walk in. Yes. Oh, God. With the, oh, God, the right? Surf rock. Yeah, which is great. And uh, and we we love this that Ed just constantly covering for Nadine's yeah. faux pas that yeah. she's that she asked this time. Norma, say, how long have you been working here? It's twenty years this April. <laughs> oh, you kidder! <laughs> what a kidder! <laughs> well, it's been about uh, six weeks, isn't that right, Norma? About six weeks. Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. Well, you see, when your parents drag you off to Europe or someplace for a month, and when you get back, it's like you've been away forever. But, uh, and he's just like, covers, yeah. <laughs> six weeks, Wait, right, Norma? Right. Like, wink, elbow, wink, wink. 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 <laughs> gosh, I'm going to step That's on your so foot awesome. and tell you. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> And but everybody just goes along with it, and but Norma and, like, and Shelley are both like, "What, what the, the hell is wrong with Nadine?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her parents are in Europe. Yeah, yeah. in we, Europe. Yeah, yeah. It totally. Yeah, and 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 the look on Ed's face, like he just cannot believe this shit that he's had. Like this is his life now. His wife is, as you put it, Aiden, a forty-year-old woman with super strength who thinks she's eighteen. Yeah. So, she was psycho before. She was a little well, bit crazy, but crazy. Yeah, yeah, like she was, she was a little unhinged, and yeah. now even more so. It's scary, like. But she had that super strength before, which I was well. There was like, that remember one when she bends? Scene, yeah, she steel. bends the steel on the thing, but she was strong for sure. Like yeah. they always kind of pose her, but now they said like her body's producing extra adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's even stronger. So, um, and then it happens here. She crushes the. The glass. The, the float the milkshake. or milkshake, yeah. With extra yeah. cream. With yeah. extra cream. So, and I just love that there's like, she squeezes it and there's blood everywhere. Yeah. Mixing with the chocolate and the whipped cream. And I'm just like, there, there is never a more Lynchian yeah. visual, I think. Than that. Because it's like, total, like milkshakes are Americana in a glass. Yeah. And then there's just blood gushing out over the whole thing. It's just like, it's so perfectly grisly. Uh, yeah. And yet I no one it. did anything. No. no and well, it's like, well, oh, get, get, get the, the band-aids band-aid and, and we'll that was it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, um, there's a shard of glass. Well, like, did you see her hand yeah. the way it's like yeah. oozing? And yeah. Ed was even just sitting there. Like, like he just looks just depressed. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> help like, her out. She's bleeding a lot. And she's spinning. 
and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the most lynching thing yeah. there. Yeah, she, she just, spins like, around, stares at it spinning, yeah. and it's it's so weird, but it is. And everyone's just kind of like, yeah, there she goes spinning, looking at her bloody hand. Very, yeah, it's it's an odd scene. I mean, Nadine gets into a lot of odd situations, but that's probably one of the yeah. one of the weirdest. Getting yeah. Her eyes shot out. <laughs> yeah, getting her eyes shut out. Yeah, exactly. From yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even before we meet Nadine, she's in a bunch yeah. of weird situations. Yeah. And then you love this, uh, JC, how uh, she's like, at the end, she's, she turns, she is looking at her bloody hand, and she says, I'm so happy I could kiss you to death. To, to <laughs> and then she starts doing it, and he's like, yeah. oh, God, and he's struggling <laughs> to, like, get out. Yeah, um, just yeah. his constant attempts to evade her. Yeah. And her super strength. And her super strength. Yeah. Is, well, I would too, I guess, right? So. Well, yeah, she's, she can be dangerous, so. Yeah. Yeah. His facial expressions are simply the best. They are like, priceless. Like, I love them. They just make me laugh because you're just like, you're this big, strong guy who has no have no has no idea what the fuck to do about yeah. this. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, just, he just looks stunned all yeah, the time. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah, yeah. yeah Why yeah. is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. I didn't ask for any shit. of this. I just, I just run the gas farm. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I just want to go back to my yeah. simple life at my garage. And now my wife thinks she's fucking 18. <laughs> yeah. As if she wasn't crazy enough in the first place. Yes, with her exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you really like the drape runners, don't you, Jen? <laughs> I didn't know that was such a problem people were having. <laughs> I don't think it I is. I was like, what? I never had this issue. Like... <laughs> Because I don't have a big home that people have this problem Problems. with their curtains. Big, big, well, yeah, yeah, yeah big, big windows with yeah. flaps. Yeah. I guess. It must I be a rich know. person problem. Well, I think it's a Nadine Hurley problem. Yeah. I think, yeah <laughs> she just yeah. hears the drape runners, yeah. the sound that they make, and it's yeah. just like, can't, I cannot abide this. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I think that's, I don't I think think there's that is a good much of a market is, yeah. for silent drape runners, yeah. but we'll see. Maybe. Can't tell. <laughs> uh, so from there, we go back to the Johnson household. Yeah. Uh, Leo's there, and Bobby comes in with Mike, who we haven't yeah, seen Yeah, we haven't seen Mike Nelson in a few episodes, so yeah, probably, probably since season one. Yeah, I think season one. Um, um, who, if you remember, was Donna's boyfriend. Yes. Originally, a long originally, time ago. Originally, yeah. She's in the first episode. Um, uh, and he, they basically interrogate a vegetable about shoes. It's really, it's really <laughs> odd. Because, like, well, they, like, ask oh, him a bunch God. of questions, and Mike's, or uh, Bobby's, like, explanation is like, oh, he gets... Fixated on He gets on pretty things. fixated on things. It's like... Yeah, he, he's literally said two words the whole time yeah. since he's been unconscious. Um, but yeah, they, they they're, they're the looking shoes. at the shoes and, and Mike's like, well, I've heard about people who hide things or mule things in the heel of the of the boot. And Bobby's like, well, I already looked over these boots and give me a hammer. And then they break apart the shoes and sure enough, they find a uh, uh, micro cassette micro cassette tape. Yeah. And that's kind of it. They have that's, no idea what they're going to... Yeah. What they're gonna find on it, I don't know. They could probably borrow Cooper's microcassette player, or by their owner. By their owner, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it would be the better. The more answer, reasonable thing. The kid yeah. that was missing econ class. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. gonna think of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and Leo's just like bashing his head against the wall. Yeah, and and spitting. It's, and yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. new shoe. New, new shoes. shoes. Yep. That's yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. That's the scene. scene. <laughs> yep. Um, and then. Yeah, we go back to the sheriff's station and Cooper's yes. piecing together the diary and yeah. talking to Diane. Talking to Diane about um, the references to Bob and the abuse and molestation that that Laura was suffering at this person's hands since adolescence. Diane, it's two forty-seven p.m. I'm in the conference room at the sheriff's station with the remains of Laura Palmer's secret diary. A great deal of it has been mutilated. Much of what I've been able to decipher supports the contention of the one-armed man. 
there are repeated references to a Bob. He was a threatening presence in her life from early adolescence. There are intimations of abuse and molestation on a regular basis. He is referred to on more than one occasion as a friend of her father's. And she says it's a friend of her father's. Yes, more than once references him being a friend of her father's and that someday I'm going to tell the world about Ben Horn. Yes. And of course, again, just underlines that Ben is the prime suspect that everyone is, we're all supposed to believe it's him. Yeah. Yeah. The red herring. Yes, in this <laughs> yeah. case, very red. Um, which is even painted further red when Audrey comes in and delivers yeah. the news to Coop that uh, that she's just gleaned from her conversation, um, all about Ben's involvement with Laura and her one eye jacks and everything. So Cooper then tells Truman that they need to get a warrant for Ben Horn's arrest. Yes, because they've they've uh, uh, so they've they've yeah. figured out. Um, well, Cooper connects uh, Mike's uh, fainting spell with Ben's yes, appearance at the right, Great Northern. Right. Um, Which okay, so <laughs> we talk about this too. That that so Cooper has Audrey telling him directly. My father was involved with Laura Palmer. He owned One Eyed Jacks. Are you going to arrest him? And he's like, Don't worry about it. And sends her away. And then Truman comes in and he says, I had the, in my dream. This is what Mike said. And then, so, like, without chemicals, he points, points, and he pointed at Ben. So that's what convinces him to get the warrant. (laughs) Not that Audrey said, like, oh, my God, this guy was involved with the victim, and... Super sketchy, you know, coincidence here. No, it's it's everything that had to do with the supernaturally possessed Mike. That is hilarious. Right? It's like, what kind of FBI agent are you? (laughs) Yes! I mean, yes. he's the best FBI agent, let's be real, but... Well, he's the prettiest, right? Yeah. He is the prettiest. <laughs> oh, yeah, compared to Albert. Compared to... I don't know. I, I wouldn't... I, I like Albert, too, but I really for different like things. Albert. Yeah, Albert's, Albert's great. Yeah. yeah. It's all about love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. about love. All about love. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just wanted to mention, uh, when uh, Audrey and Cooper are talking, there's, yeah. like, the, the music gets takes kind of a weird turn. It's, it's it? very kind of, like, up-tempo. It's all rhythmic. There's It's just a drum set, basically. Hmm. Going off, and I, I found that was uh, interesting. It's like they're picking up the tempo of uh, the investigation, the, yeah, towards Ben specifically. Be. It's it kind of mirrored that. So just another little David Lynch. He loves his music and his yes, he plays with soundscapes a lot. Yeah, yeah. In this, in this episode especially, yeah, as you mentioned, and, yeah. I do not like his. Music. <laughs> <laughs> it is unnerving. It is so unsettling. Jen yeah. doesn't. Jen fast forwards through the opening. Yeah. Uh, the opening credits, credits like, because yeah. the song is just too much. Yeah. I live by myself, you guys. It's creepy. <laughs> That's it's true. Really creepy. It 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 is. I mean, you did say watching it with other people is way better than watching it alone. Yeah, like especially when I watch it in the dark. Too, like, <laughs> okay, well that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, that's did you not you pay your lights. electricity? Like, like, <laughs> but still, I'm just like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's yeah. true. The music can be very unsettling. It is, and then on top of that, with the sound effects and like you mentioned there's that it's not infrasound it's not like the stuff that they put in like haunted houses to make you feel creepy but it's it's almost as bad it's just like a droning noise yeah Yeah, underneath everything that just like grates on you and 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 makes your hair stand up and i mentioned that in the last episode that's kind of that was ben's theme song yeah yeah it was just like like that tone. tone yeah 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 so yeah they use a lot here um Speaking of Ben, we, we go back to the yeah. Great Northern, and uh, and Mr. Tojimura is there yeah. 
and Ben is about... explaining that his offer of of the Ghostwood project, whatever, yeah. has been approved. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what's going on with the Icelanders. Do they no, back they're, up they're completely? Both, no. Or they're competing they, now? No, they're both going to pitch in and... Ben's invest gonna, together? Yeah, invest. Yeah, they're going to Do be, they each know that they're the others? No, are, probably not. So one of them might get this off and leave. But, I mean, he doesn't care at this point as long as one of them signs up. Yeah, so, But, yeah, so Jerry has gone to Tokyo and checked yeah. on all the banks. and. I like that then Ben sends Jerry around to do all this stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't send Jerry to the store. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him to go <laughs> I wouldn't anywhere. trust him no. to do anything it's for so me. It's so true. Um, and, well, and that, that raises questions because we find out in this episode that Tejimura is actually Catherine. Right, yeah. so yes. So how did she get a $5 million check exactly. from a Tokyo bank? Like, was she planning this all along? Did yeah. she have Japanese investors yeah, who were backing exactly. her? Or did she, like, did she have someone capture Jerry and, like, tell him to, like, oh, you got to call Ben and tell him it's all good? Or what? Like, what happened oh, to Japan? I guess. We have yeah, no yeah, idea. I, I, I always assumed Jerry was just an idiot and he didn't actually check stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, it's all fine. Just... Go ahead. Could be. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the, Could to the be. prostitutes or something, right? Yeah. But you never really know, because I don't even know when you see Jerry next. It's a couple episodes. In a couple episodes, because yeah. he comes back as Ben's lawyer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a lawyer, too? He's a lawyer. He, is, yeah. oh, wow. he has a law degree. I think that's how it's described. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's entertaining. It is very entertaining. But, uh, but, yeah, but okay. yeah, then Truman, Coop, Hawk, and Andy walk in. Yeah. Um, to and to, to question. Arrest. Well, they, they want him for questioning, but... They offer him the chance to leave under his own volition. And the way he responds is... Go away. Get out of here. Go on. Go on. I'm going to go out for a sandwich. No! 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 It's childlike, isn't it? Well, yeah, he's just like, no, I don't want to deal with this. I, yeah. No, it's not happening. I'm going to go like, get a nah, sandwich. Nah, not really. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Nah. You guys should leave yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go get a sandwich. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they get And then even, even when they do, like, kind of tackle him and, and arrest him. He's just screaming, no. No. But he, the way he says it is the way a toddler says, yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Like, stamp yeah. my foot around. And yeah. it's like Ben Horn is just this big baby. Well, and that, that fits with, I mean, if uh, Bob is like a spirit of, like, base drives like, right. right like mike described him as loving the pleasures and and evil or something yeah. like that right so that would be kind of a, a very and, bob pain react. and pleasure pain and or, yeah. yeah pleasures or something like that uh it's very it's very, very id right yeah, so yeah. it's very childish so that would make sense if if you were thinking that ben was gonna be bob but while they're arresting ben we fly over to the palmer house and we get the first of a few scenes that are very, very unnerving yes. that lead us toward the finale. And it's uh, all you see is, and again, it's just the sound of this record player in the, the playout groove. Just, yeah. just skipping over and over. Yeah. yeah. And, and Catherine, or no. Um, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Palmer, Palmer crawling down the stairs. But first, there's a shot of something crawling along the grounds well, towards the coming like the back camera. from. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. From the kitchen. The, no, it's from just the, from the far end of the living room. Yeah. And then Sarah comes. Yeah. Down. So it's she's like down the stairs. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. crawling down the stairs on, like, face like first, slithering like, down. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Really. Yes. Yeah, scary. Um. 
And then you get yeah. a shot of the ceiling fan yeah, again, ceiling which fan. we know some shit's going down because yeah. any time you see the ceiling fan, bad things happen. Bad things happen. <laughs> I didn't know that. So. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. this is now just After operant conditioning. After you've watched it times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it, we're like, oh shit. Or classical conditioning. Yes, operant yeah. conditioning? No, conditioning. Not, it's conditioned. We've been conditioned to, to be afraid even of Even to the point where thing. I don't like our ceiling fan. I know, I can't use it. Bob anymore. doesn't live here. Wow. That I know of. That know of. You guys, why I do you look at me like that? <laughs> okay, well, you have okay. to go home by myself. <laughs> <laughs> you put Reggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know. Who would probably run away? <laughs> like, Maybe. <"Fuck> this shit. <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, um, yeah. So then we go back to the one edge, or not one edge, to, to the, the sheriff station. station. Ben's getting sent to the holding cell, and the, the log, log ladies are. So we just pan back from from. Yeah, Cooper, Cooper and Truman, Truman in the hallway, and we see the log lady. The log. The log into the scene. Yeah. And. And it's interesting because she doesn't say anything. Yeah. They don't say anything. But there's this there's this moment where Cooper turns, and then Truman turns because he sees Cooper turn. But it's almost like Cooper intuited intuits yeah. that she's there. Yeah, just feels it and says. And, and then and they approach. Yeah, and, and he says, she says that um, we don't know what will happen or when, but but there, there are, are owls, owls in, in the roadhouse. Road yeah, I wrote that down. And and Cooper's like something is happening, and and Isn't she it, confirms like yes. Yeah. We don't know what will happen. Or when, but there are owls in the roadhouse. Said with owls, owls are not, not what they see. Well, and that's the thing. Like, so what are the owls? And what are the are owls? In the, why, why are they, are they in the, the roadhouse? House, right. So and they go to the roadhouse. Is what they do, right? And we we think later on through many things, the owls are probably some sort of spirits. Yeah. Some some like Bob had that pit uh, image of him mm-hmm. holding Laura's uh, bed frame, and then the and owls, owls superimposed. Yes. And the owls at the roadhouse are probably the giant and the old waiter man, possibly. Maybe. Something like that. But we know, like, Cooper's seen owls. Yeah. Uh, well, Don and James saw owls. Yeah, kind of watching Way them back in season something. one. Yeah. Cooper saw an owl in the tree outside when I jacks um, before they rescued Audrey. Yeah. So owls keep coming back, but what are they? And yeah. they're not just owls. They're yeah. representations of something else. Yeah. So, and I mean, if, exactly. if you go back through, like, mythology and stuff, owls being portrayed as wise or... Um, they have all kinds of meaning, mythological meaning and, and everything. So, I mean... Goddess of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's like they're, they're, they're reverent creatures yeah. in lots of cultures. Yeah. Um, but here they've taken on kind of a sinister... Yeah. Whether that's warranted or not, we don't know. But I think, I think the association with Bob means that they are... Yeah, but I mean... Evil. Yeah. No, or, or they're not wholly well, they, good they, anyway. There's some sort of... Otherworldly. Yeah. They're not just owls. They're not what they seem. But there are owls in the roadhouse, and that's what sends them to the roadhouse, which we see in a minute. But first we go to the Blue Pine, and this is where we find out who Tojimura really is. Yeah, Pete's making a sandwich and a couple of uh, (laughs) glasses of milk. Yeah. Yeah. And Tojimura's just there. And it's really scary. Like, yeah. Like, he's really honest. You have no idea what he's doing there. Right. And he kisses Pete, and Pete's like, hey, buddy. Yeah, yeah. He drops the milk. No homo. So like, true. He's like, hey, <laughs> mister. But then, but then Tojimura drops the accent and, and it's like, it's me, you dummy. And, yeah. and it's Catherine. And, and Pete's response is so he's cute. He's just like, you, you look really? terrible. But 
And he's gives crying him this big and hug and crying because he's so happy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's so cute. Too. His Kathy is back. Yeah. It's it's it he is loves cute. Catherine yeah. so much. Yeah. It's adorable. It is adorable. It is adorable. I just love Pete. I really do like Pete. Yeah, me too. Pete's just a great. Yeah, guy. I want Pete to be my grandpa. <laughs> Yeah. He's so sweet. Like, is even when he helps Josie with yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Like, he's just so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Later it's on good. in the season when he helps Audrey. Yeah. And it's like, it's so innocent and sweet. Mm. Like, he's just so pure. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, then, so we, then we go back to the Palmer, back to the Palmer home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting that they put this scene in here to begin with the, the Tojimura Pete scene. Cause it's this like funny scene that well, breaks up yeah. this very heavy dramatic And you need moment. that, I think, because otherwise it would just be so dark. You'd be like, Oh my God, this is just going to get so depressing. I know, but, but it's like, this funny why, scene of why like, is that even there? Like it, it, I think it, it ruins the moment. No, I think, I think you're going to, you're about to witness the only murder that you see in the show is this one that comes up. And I think if you had that right after all the other bad stuff about Ben acting like a little child and all that other stuff, it would be way too dark. Like, you mm. needed something to, like, break up the... the. the I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this, Aiden. Right. Unless Jen, well, Jen's the tiebreaker. I don't really know. Like, I, I it, think David It is much. dark, but at the same time, there's so much going on that you don't mm. even realize. Mm-hmm. Because you guys already know that it's going to happen. Right. I had no yeah. idea that right. it was going to get that bad. Right. So I so how did you remember yeah, yeah. that yeah. scene with Catherine? Because yeah. Yeah, it was such a sweet scene. I didn't remember it because mm-hmm. of what happened next. Though. Well, it's, yeah, what happens next is so shocking. It's just like, like yeah, I told you how like I wanted to like leave. Yeah. 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 When I'm like, I don't want to watch this yeah. anymore yeah. because yeah. it just felt so wrong. Yeah. 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 And that's what yeah, I'm that's saying. Like, too. Okay. David Lynch. Okay, we'll trust. No, him no, no. Him. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> But anyway. Yeah, so we go back to the, the Palmer house so and Sarah, Sarah collapses after well, she sees... She sees this white horse show up in, in, the, living in the living room. And we were talking about what the white horse might represent. And, I mean... Yeah. Did you look that up? I did, yeah. Bible? So, uh, well, I didn't look it up in the Bible, but it is like the white horse is is the representation of death. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. The pale horse is the one that represents death. Yeah. So, um, is that what she's seeing? I'm pretty sure that, that has to be what... Yeah. I think that makes sense because yeah. it's, it's a harbinger of what's coming. And it makes sense with the log lady intro said, right. woe upon anybody who sees the yeah. Yeah. So, so the fact that Sarah sees this, but then she does collapse, like she mm-hmm. faints. And so, yeah, when, when you think about what happens afterwards, like Sarah's there the whole time when her niece is being brutally murdered, yeah. Yeah. but she's completely out of it. But yeah. it's, it's interesting that she's actually present for it mm-hmm. in Bonnie anyway. Yeah. But then we see Leland adjusting his tie, and he's, like, totally not reacting at all to what's going, to what's yeah, going to on. Like, Sarah. Sarah coming in the room, and... and yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. what did you think at that point, Jen? Not knowing that he was the murderer, what did you think when you saw Leland adjusting his tie in the mirror? I felt uneasy. Like, something... And especially because the scene before... Yeah. It's happening again. Yeah. yeah. That's well, that that's like, that's actually comes next, but it's is that scene after? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but Sorry, you could so tell. No, yeah, it was like just something wasn't right, right? Yeah, and you're like, and it all just kind of brought back all the uneasy feelings I had about him. Yeah, because yeah. like with his grief not being right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and even the beginning of the season where his hair turned white, mm-hmm. turns white, and you're just like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. what? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Something is off. Something is not right. And well, even if even if it stopped there and he was just like not reacting to his wife in obvious distress, mm-hmm. it would have been like okay, yeah, like something's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But where it goes beyond yeah. that, it makes it even more horrifying. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. 
But so, then we, we do go to the roadhouse and we see... Yes, well, first we see the Donut. roadhouse sign oh, yes. reflected. So this is this is all... This is the, the Twin Peaks trope is yes. mirrors and what they reveal about what's underneath. And in this case, it's upside it's down. It's upside down. So the, the bang bang bar sign is upside down, literally. Um, <coughs> and it's almost like you're about to enter the upside down. From yeah. Stranger oh, Things, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right? right? Like, like, or it's like another another world. It's another thing. world of, yeah. of suffering. And, yeah. and this is where the supernatural stuff really starts coming out, right? So it's uh, it's another little visual clue. Uh, but then, yeah, we go inside and... Donna and James are the yeah. first... Well. Yeah, Donna and James are the first people that we see, and they're sitting down and they're talking about Harold. And this yeah. is where Donna has her moment where she's like, "Yeah, like I violated his sanctum. Like this mm-hmm. was his his where he felt safe. His whole world was in his home, and I violated that. And mm-hmm. yeah. maybe I shouldn't have done that. And yeah, I'm pissed, right? Yeah. And and James is trying to tell her like everybody is sad, everybody has pain, yeah. and I, I mean that's true, but what Harold had was beyond that. And James, yeah. I mean, to his credit, he didn't, he knew Harold for 30 seconds, right? Like if he, that, yeah. if that, yeah. Like he comes in and he rescues them and that's it. So he doesn't really have access to the information that Donna has, but still it's like, it's kind of a douchey thing to say. Like yeah. just, well, he's trying to somebody, console her. I guess, but somebody died because of what you did, you know? Yeah. And someone else had a heart attack because of what she did. Yeah. Maybe so. Donna's Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. I mean, she's caused the most harm so far. In this, well, yeah. This I mean, she hasn't murdered anybody, but well, well her actions like, did lead to a death. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. But yeah so, no. um, and then Truman Cooper and the log lady come in, and I think there's a joke yeah. in there somewhere. I think it's yeah. You, yeah. How did yeah, you say it? A fed, a sheriff, and a fed, a sheriff, and a log lady walking into a bar. And um, <laughs> but it's just—it's a funny like Cooper and Truman, sure, but the log lady. <laughs> And they sit down at their table, and the log lady starts hoarding all the peanuts. And <laughs> Jen, did you say she puts them in her purse? I thought she was going yeah, to. It yeah, like it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just like grabs them and she just hoards them. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. And stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, and they they're you know grooving to the music. It's yeah. Julie Cruz up on stage singing "Rocking Back Inside My Heart," which is actually not a bad song, but it's again, it's weird that she's the singer at this biker bar. Yeah, like that that band is not a biker bar band. No, like I mean that's that's it's a all. very lynch thing to have music that doesn't fit oh, for sure. the rest of the scene. And there's right? just so. something about her I don't about the singer? Yeah, like she just Maybe it's the hair, the eighties hair. Yeah, yeah. It could and the be eyeliner. Yeah. Or... Well she's really pale and she has like the thick red lipstick and the red dress yeah. on. Like it's it's very But I mean she's that's very stylized. Yeah, and... it's very yeah, it's very David Lynch. Like yeah. he, he dresses people and arranges how they look very carefully. Well like, and Julie Cruz to... was like uh, a muse almost for him yeah. in real life like yeah. he he used a lot of her wrote songs for her and stuff so they had a a, a, a really intense relationship yeah it like, they, they like a creative a partnership yeah yeah but so. um but yeah so she's singing the song and and uh and the, the, were they talking about maddie leaving yeah home? james it? it comes back to oh, james yeah. and donna again and and james tells donna that maddie's leaving and donna's like oh that's weird she didn't say anything Same to me. me and and um, it's interesting because as they're talking about that, there's, like, these really dissonant jazz elements to the song that just, like, overwhelm. Like, it's, like, a really loud horn and stuff. Yeah, it's, that, like, a, a weird saxophone. Yeah, yeah, it just comes right over top, and then that's right before they head back to... Well, yeah. it's fairly soon. It's, it's, like, any mention of Maddie or anything like that has that jazzy element of Leland's personality. Mm. Like, I really get the feeling that Bob was the one who loves big band jazz and, uh, and all that. He's the maybe. one who drove Leland to do all those weird things with music. Um, and so any mention of that... And Maddie, especially, kind of 
gets all tied together. Mm. I don't know. I, I just noticed that. that. But anyways. Um, they, they go back, the camera anyway, goes back to the Cooper, Truman, and the Log Lady. And, um, and Cooper's kind of looking around. It's almost like he's waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And a new song is playing. Like, it, it shifts to this to this new song. Well, it's, I think it's supposed to be a little bit later. Yeah, no, I, I it is. How. Like, yeah. I think time has passed. Like, Cooper's removed his, his jacket. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, they're on their, like, their third beer or something. Yeah, probably. Like so, I mean, they're, they're sitting there and they're waiting for something. So, again, it just makes you question, like, their whole investigative strategy. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, a log told us to sit here and wait until wait, some what, owls like, showed what, up. Like, what happens? <laughs> but then everything stops, and this well, is where it was interesting. First, first, before that, though, you see the, the old waiter for the first time. He's sitting at the bar. Um, you get a quick shot of just the back of him at the bar. And oh, sure, yeah. everything freezes. Okay, yeah. but but I think this is where, like, um, seeing the, the bar sign reflected in, in the puddle outside, and then coming back in and... and everything freezing and the giant appears again and it reminded me of the season opener when the giant tells cooper that it's not where i'm from but the question is where have you gone yeah and i think i think this is a sign that i don't think the giant visits i think cooper goes to the giant i think that's what that means and i think that the fact that that it was reflected in and it was upside down and and everything means that he's going to like an alternate Mm -hmm place like an alternate roadhouse in well everybody is there though like it... well, yeah i think i think it's just cooper who in spirit or something yeah. is sent to this place so is it the white lodge that he goes to we haven't talked like the lodges haven't been brought up i know we keep throwing these words around yeah. but is it where does he go but i think he is going somewhere and i think that's where the giant well because everyone else just looks like they're just still enjoying the show, yeah well really. i think they they're they're it's like a tableau like they're all frozen but they're not. Like, they have slight movements. Okay, but that's just the actors maybe no, not being... No, no, no. Being I think that's on purpose. I think that's, like, he's literally... Yeah, he's transported to this place where the giant is, but nobody else is. Everybody but the else band is, isn't on stage I anymore. I felt like the log lady yeah. knew, though. Yeah, and she was kind of looking, and she moved. Yeah, I think she like, does move. I think yeah. her hand keeps moving. Yeah, I see her... I like, think... Like, yeah. I, I think at one point she even kind of looks at him. So, like, yeah. does the lo- does Margaret go somewhere, too? Or is the log saying, like, hey, there's something here right now yeah. and you can't see it, maybe, or something? like? But what does the giant say? Oh, I don't even remember now. It's happening again. It oh, is happening again. Right. Yes. It's happening again. So Cooper so hears back. this and just doesn't... There. Nothing. He just kind of... Doesn't like, do anything. Oh, it is? And we, <laughs> we go back to... <laughs> JC rolled her eyes. You didn't oh, see <laughs> I mean, okay, in fairness, if he has been spirited away somewhere, yeah, he's he not really... He yeah. really and plus they had no clue. Like, no, there was where, no where any indication yeah. with, not at all. was Leland. No. Like, no, no, at all. They had nothing, so. And how would they know that? And they, they think they just arrested yeah. the person who murdered yeah, Leland. Yeah, exactly. So, but the yeah, fact that something's happening and they go to the roadhouse and they're waiting, this is what happens. This is what they've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah. Right? But then, okay, well, so the message from the they time, go yeah. they go back to the Palmer house, and we see well, they Leland. Don't. We go back we to do. the Palmer house, and Leland is looking in the mirror. But it's Bob. Yes, we see Bob reflected in the mirror, yes. and then we see we... Leland's face change into Bob's, and it's, oh, it's so scary. Yeah, so, that is scary. Yeah, in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when he turns around, you see Leland, but in the mirror, it's still him. Bob. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like that's just small oh. little details. Like yeah, that. like, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so Jen, yeah. having, why don't you tell us your impressions of this scene? This is the scene where Maddie Ferguson gets brutally murdered by her uncle, and you find out that it's Leland who 
I found it very disturbing. Yeah. Like, just the way that he even just punches her. I know. And, like, because we laughed about this scene where Cooper punches yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy. Nancy, yeah, Nancy, yeah. And, like, but his was just, like, it didn't even look hard, but just the way he hit Maddie multiple times, yeah. and it was just, like... It's so it was violent. It face, too. Yeah. 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 It wasn't, and, like, he grabbed her and just wouldn't, like, yeah. and was choking her. Yeah. And even then, like, it just goes, flashes back between, like, Leland and uh-huh. Bob. And, yeah. like, like, Leland was just, like, crying. Yes. Whereas Bob is, like, kissing her. And it just felt so wrong mm-hmm. on so many levels. So mm-hmm. you weren't really sure. Yeah. Like, it almost made you think that they are, like, two different people, but they're not. Right. Yeah. So it's so that going lens, back and forth between personalities. Yeah. That's that exactly. Know, right? That's what, when we were talking about this, and Jen, I don't know, you took psychology in school, yeah, right? So, it, yeah. Because um, you were the one who brought up, like, the dissociative yeah, personality yeah. disorder. And and if that, I mean, we can't diagnose a, a, f- a fictional character. And, yeah. <laughs> but, but it does seem like that could be a possible explanation for this, that maybe yeah. Bob isn't a manifesting spirit or an inhabiting spirit, but that he's like, another side to Leland's personality, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Due to him being molested by right. this Robertson guy. Right. That he didn't remember... Until he saw the picture. picture. Yeah. But a even though his ago. wife was the one that described it... Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But see, that's the one that throws off the whole, like, the personality association, mm-hmm. dissociative for it, Yeah, right? because how did she like, see it? Like, how does it? she see yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And why is um, Laura seeing two different right. people, too? Right, so. exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, Laura kind of makes sense because if she was a victim her whole life, she'd probably project another personality or yeah. another, like, a visual thing to onto her father's when he's doing these things to her to protect her yeah. sense of self and her the love of her father. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, like, Leland, or... That's explained, but I mean, but it Maddie explain. sees Bob. Maddie sees Bob. Cooper, see, Cooper. How does Cooper see yeah. him in a dream if yeah. it's literally just a, an aspect of Leland's? Yeah, they're also like, the same people. But the thing is, we don't know if Laura sees Bob the way we see Bob. Yeah, yes. right. right, right. Yes. We don't ever get. So yeah. she, yeah, you're right. She could still have like this personality associate mm-hmm. order. Yeah. yeah, where she sees like she t- sees Bob and then sees her dad. Yeah, yeah. and then. Literally can't tell the difference. You can't, yeah. yeah, like, we don't yeah. know what she sees as Bob, but yeah. we see Bob as that. Yeah. But then it doesn't explain how Maddie and the wife and the... Yeah. And Cooper, they all yeah. see the same person. Well, Ronette sees him too, right? too, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are all people who don't have that history of abuse. Yeah. no. Yeah, I, I really feel like the supernatural explanation is the only one that really holds up in the thing. And- but I will say, because there's, I mean, when you read... Um, there was a tie-in book that was released around this time with, um, it was the autobiography, like Agent Cooper's autobiography, or yeah. in his yeah. tapes, right? Yeah. Um, and there are hints that his mother was abused and that he may have been abused as well. Um, so he might. So there might, that might that. be Maybe Bob is just like the... Well, and that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe, maybe there is, maybe it's just that everybody who has experienced abuse... It's like that a collective unconscious. It's like yeah, like a, a like kind of a yeah, like a collective unconscious unconscious projection uh, of that dirty, evil, dirty and that old is man Bob, who's yeah, yeah, who molests people, right? And stuff. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that could explain yeah. it. And so I mean, then then it 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 would make sense that we would. It's it's like 
the Mandela effect where like all these people have false memories of the same yeah. thing that didn't, didn't actually the happen. Berenstein Bears. But that's right. true because <laughs> if you think about it, Rondette is, was in a coma. Right. Yeah, yeah. She right. was barely even seeing yeah. Yeah. yet she identified this person. Right. Yeah. And then plus you find out Sarah's been drugged this entire right. yeah, 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 time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then Cooper, you don't really know. Yeah, you have no real idea what what his story is or where yeah, he's coming from yeah you just know that he just showed up one day it was like hey i'm I mean, FBI yeah, yeah, yeah there's still like how does mike know who bob is like there's there's still right lots no of, stuff. of course yeah and it's not it's not something we're gonna yeah, solve right no, now but, but i think mean, worth, i think there yeah. might be there might be uh, more um, of an explanation than well it's it's maybe a combination of like supernatural elements and yeah some, and some and psychological psychology yeah. well yeah. for sure which yeah i mean but anyway the, the the what we see on screen is so brutal though yeah. i mean it is. let's be real this is and there are a lot of people that i've i've read about and like i belong to all those facebook groups people are like i cannot watch this scene like i've tried and tried and tried and i cannot watch this scene with maddie being murdered and it's i think it's because you're right like it's so it's so brutal and it's so like personal like he punches her in the face well, and, and he carries her and dances with yeah, her and like yeah. is crying and kissing her and calling her Laura too which well, is well yeah, yeah. And that's the real thing I think right? you're right when it was so personal mm-hmm. it just felt so wrong yeah yeah like such a violation and we she talk trusted about, him yes yeah. yes and for her, him to like like, and she dies because he beats her to yeah. death. Yes. Yeah. Not because he stabs her no. or strangles her, but no, because it's he very beats personal. her to death. So yeah. it's, it's like, it's a long and drawn out process. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's aware of it for so long. And she's, like, she knows she's crying and she yeah. can't get away yeah, from it. Yeah, exactly. And the one person that could help her can't help yeah. her. Yes. And so like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a tough scene to watch. It's a really brutal Especially scene. knowing that, that. Back at the roadhouse, all of this stuff is being kind of hinted at or foretold, yeah. or they're being warned that these things are, are occurring again, yeah. right? <laughs> and when you go back to the roadhouse, after Leland has killed Maddie, and there's that interesting part where, where I'm guessing it's Bob, because Leland referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, he says, Leland says, you're going back to Missoula, Montana. Yeah. It smashes yeah. her head. And that's smashes what her face into probably the... Probably kills her. Probably, yeah. Or at least knocks her out so he can kill her. But, um, yeah. And then he puts the letter O under her nail. It's interesting that all these people are suffering. Like the, I think didn't, Aaron might have brought this up in the episode that, in the season opener, yeah. maybe or maybe in one of our. Anyway, it's been brought up before though that almost everybody in Twin Peaks suffers head injuries. Like it's always a head injury. Yeah. Right. Like there's so many instances, and we can probably document it when we get well, to the end. And. Yeah, and he's been hit in the head a couple of times. Leo, well, Leo has brain damage. Yeah, right, like, but, yeah. but there's so many head injuries. And yeah. this is like, again, Maddie being smashed in the face. And that's probably what kills her, right? So to the brain. It's a good way so to kill it, it, Again, but it's it's like the root of all, of the person, the root of us, it's in the brain, yeah. right? Like that. And that's where, you know, the psychology explanation yeah. kind of comes into play a little yeah. bit more, I think. Everybody's been injured yeah but uh but yeah we go back to the roadhouse and we get the waiter comes over and, and tells, he apologizes yeah he yeah. says i'm so sorry to cooper and cooper seems kind of baffled like he doesn't but really understand he doesn't really why. understand but everybody else like bobby's there and yeah. he starts crying and, and donna's donna, there donna starts, starts crying too crying up and it's Which really interesting i mean like it's like i said i think it was last time where you know they had that scene where uh, Maddie was saying goodbye mm-hmm. to James, and it was like the audience's way of saying goodbye to Laura. Mm-hmm. And now this is like our final goodbye to Laura. Like the the other character that Cheryl Lee plays is yeah. now also dead and gone, and it's right. really transmitting the audience's kind of um, 
sadness that at this thing happening to Laura again, basically, is what right. it comes down to. Um, but yeah. I think I think it's also a hint that maybe more people than just Sarah and Laura and Cooper have this intuitive ability in the town. Like, we already saw yeah. that Donna takes on some of Laura's personality when she wears the glasses. Yeah. And Bobby, you know, having a close relationship with Laura... I mean, in that in a previous episode when he talks to Jacoby and he cries when he, yeah. you know, remembers what, you know, Laura laughing at him during sex or whatever. Um, he had an emotional connection to her, too. So maybe, like, Laura was a conduit for um, more than just her personality, like, through, through her glasses. She was a conduit for, um, like, that the intuition that she yeah, possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so contact with her meant that other people in town also felt or developed some intuition from her. Yeah, everyone could be. loved her. Well, everyone did love her, right? Like she was the homecoming queen and everybody, mm-hmm. yeah, she was beloved well, yeah, by everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but why didn't James have a reaction? Well, that's, why didn't yeah. James, yeah, I mean... Because he loved her. Well, like, I don't think he ever did. I think that's. I think that's one thing that the show kind of makes clear is like he gets over her like the day after she's dead and he hooks up with Donna and like and then I think it was always he was really more always into Donna and uh he just like I think he liked the idea of Laura more maybe and then uh once he got a hint at like the dark side like he wanted he was the one who's like oh I tried to get her off cocaine and all this stuff but then he also has heard that she's not she didn't love him as much either right Mm -hmm. so no, maybe, it's true. Maybe he's kind of divorced himself from the whole thing. From anything with Laura. But there's some interesting conversations, too, about how, like, the town of Twin Peaks is, is you know, like Laura. Mm-hmm. That everybody in Twin Peaks is Laura, and yeah. Laura is everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, to have a murder, the Laura's murder strike again mm-hmm. would cause everybody in town to have, or, you know, yeah. the potential for other people to really feel it right yeah yeah everyone's gonna feel this again it's gonna be like reopening the wound of yeah, Laura's murder. yeah 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 but uh but we end with this this song playing and cooper kind of looking off into the, the distance, distance and, and that's it and it's uh that's that's the end that's so the end. so we know who the murderer is but cooper. how long will it take for cooper to figure it out yeah I don't know. He's not sleeping very well, so he might not dream for yeah. a little while. And it yeah. seems like that's the only place where he yeah, gets yeah. any of his investigative truths from. Oh, uh, Jen, do you have any final thoughts? What did you think of this episode on uh, as a whole? Or... I don't know. You don't know? I took very unsettling. Very yeah. unsettling. <laughs> like, it's very... Like, I, I think basically when that ended, I was like, what the fuck, you guys? Yeah. No, seriously, I, I quoted you. I, do you, I wanna, like, what the do fuck? you want me to yeah. read your quote back to you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> your actual quote? Oh my god, what? Maddie's dead? She actually died? What the hell? Way to fuck up, Cooper. God, the giant even said, it's happening again. <laughs> and he just sat there? What the fuck, guys? That is so fucked up. So fucked up. This is an actual yeah. quote. I was typing <laughs> it and as you said. Like there was no way he could have known. Right? Yeah, no yeah, way. yeah. Of course, no, no but way. As the audience, you're like, come on, figure it out. Yeah, but yeah. like, wanted them to save her. I know. Yeah. I really thought we had enough time for her to get saved. Yeah. Because I was like, well, he's just punching her. He, she can't really die from that yet. Yeah. Right. Yet. And, but yeah. he was like punching. punching yeah. Her. No, that was a and real just, scene. Yeah. And like I was. I was saying I uh, I saw an interview with Sh- with uh, Cheryl Lee yeah and she said like they filmed that scene three times once with Bob once with Leland and once with uh, Ben, ben and so that nobody would know who the killer was 
And she said it was like they did it all one day, and she said it was like the most brutal thing she'd ever done. Like just an well, yeah, I terrible mean, experience. Like I can't imagine having yeah. to get punched all day and like tossed around mm-hmm. and smacked into that uh, in the window or whatever. No, it's a it's, it's a, a frame painting. Paint, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's just ugh. it's not right. And yeah. even like I think the Bob element added whole rapist, yeah, yeah. lusty feel yeah. to it, and it yes. just felt well. Yeah, the way he's wrong. kissing her, yeah. And, like, the and then Leland just made it added the incestuous yeah. part of it, and you're just like, oh god, there's just too many layers. I know. Yeah. And imagine and that this like is on this like layer. network TV. So this yeah. is ABC. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, that's... they allowed this on TV. I know they yeah. did. They did. So it's like that's a huge thing right there that yeah. you would show incest and rape and murder like this on broadcast television. Yeah. And molestation. Yeah, like, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the implications are there that Yeah, he's done it in her entire life. Yeah. She's like 18. Yeah, we've now. learned all this in this episode that that this was a far-reaching yeah, yeah long-lasting problem yeah. for Laura. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's why she's lived a double life. Yeah. Exactly. She's so slutty. It's so well, yeah. good at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really, like, uh, this whole episode is just such a watershed moment, I think. Like, everybody talks about this being the moment when the show kind of tanks a little bit because, well, this and then the arc of, I think it's, like, three episodes until um, the end of Leland's story. Yeah. When everybody finds out that he's the murderer. But it's, like, I think it's it's a really, it's a powerful episode, it's disturbing. It has such far-reaching implications for, like we said, like the spiritual or the psychological mm-hmm. reaches of what we're talking about or yeah. what we're dealing with. But it's it's just yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. It's not cut and dry. No, it's no. not. And I was really expecting it to be cut right. and dry. Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> oh, no, like yeah. I just Dizzy. wanted you to like, hey, he's the murderer, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That shit, and let's go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now it's, it's like, wrap. wow. <laughs> Like, yeah. no, there's, like, supernatural. There is, like, the whole yuckiness of it. And yeah. it's, like, ooh. Like, it's just, and it's not over. It's it's not we're over. a third of the way through the second ooh, season. It's not so, over yet. No. Yeah. 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 Are you going to watch more, Jen? Are yeah. you going to finish it? I'm going to finish because I want to watch that movie now. Because yeah. I'm kind of curious yeah. to see that point of view of right. everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really good. The movie goes a lot into the supernatural stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, it's... Yeah. But it's not like, there's no Agent Cooper. He's in like two scenes, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in nothing. It takes place the week before Laura dies. Yeah. So yeah. it's her life in the week before she dies. And then there's like this separate little added on scene where they investigate Teresa Banks's murder in 1988. Yeah. So it's like, there's those two elements put together to make a movie that answers like virtually Zero none of the questions, questions. that you want to know about yeah. from the end of the show, which. When you get to it, you'll be like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Yeah. So, so. like, Teresa Banks is somehow related to this Bob character. So, Leland, well, yeah, she, she was the first, first victim. victim. So, he's a serial killer. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and you and, find out. Uh, yeah. In the, in the movie, you find out that. And yeah. She's Leland connected again, yeah. to Laura. And yeah. 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 And that's like this whole new, like, not whole new, but it's just the whole psychology. Part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. serial killers were molested as mm-hmm. children. Right. Right. And they have, like, all these issues. Yeah, issues and like yeah. I even mentioned like he is a lawyer. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then lawyers, lawyers having can like, often be very high like, functioning yeah. sociopaths. Yeah, they're right? high functioning because they can hide all these things, mm-hmm. right? Like Well, or like we were saying like if you're defending somebody that you know is guilty but 
you're, you're able to like completely separate your separate morals that. from your actions and yeah he or your conscience separ- from your actions yeah he yeah. completely separates yeah himself. like literally yeah. he's two people yeah. Right? yeah but then the supernatural part right so you're like uh so was he possessed yeah like, yeah but then well, like as yeah. they as we'll find out in a future episode they ask like which is the better option right like to believe that somebody could molest their daughter for so long or that there's this spirit that's they can come in and inhabit somebody. Yeah. And make them what do these what is the things. better like, answer? Like, neither one's great. <laughs> neither one's great. No. Like, so it's it's the implications are so wide ranging, right? Yeah. Like, cause even for me, like I, as realist, mm-hmm. I like that. I don't like that answer where he's done it for all these years. Right. But it just makes more sense. Yeah. Right. right. Whereas supernatural, I'm like that doesn't make any yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. Really? I find the supernatural makes much more sense in the terms of the because show. you don't want to believe that. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no not could. that. I think that happens and that's real. But I think adding the supernatural elements cheapens that experience for people who have actually experienced I guess, it. Yeah. And plus the supernatural, there's other supernatural elements in the story. So saying, oh, well, there's nothing supernatural here. It's all psychological. Doesn't hold up for the rest of the show in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, yeah, no, for sure. So like, in my mind, the supernatural makes more sense. And it, it's easier to understand at face value when people are saying, oh, yes, this is a spirit. The spirit does bad things. Because mm-hmm. when you meet other spirits and they're doing other things, you're like, okay, this is all within the same kind of universe and, and stuff. Right. And um, I know we read the the book, The the Secret History of Twin Peaks, where yeah. they talk a lot about the supernatural elements and stuff. And I, I feel like that was on purpose. Like, there is a lot of the supernatural stuff here. It feels like an X-Files or a Lost, and we've talked about this mm-hmm. in the past, like an X-Files or a Lost, except for the mythology, is a little more coherent, and it mm-hmm. feels like they had an endgame in mind. Yeah. They just never got a chance to do it on Well, the but show. I like how this is a Mark Frost episode. Like, he wrote this he episode, wrote this and episode, he yeah. was much more interested. Like, David Lynch introduced a lot of these things, maybe without knowing where they were going to go, and yeah. Mark Frost always seems to like, want to oh, try, yeah, like, tie them all yeah. together, too. Yeah. So I feel like I like Mark Frost episodes... A lot. Almost as much, or more than I like David Lynch's, because yeah. he tries to explain these things. Yeah, and when it's both... Yeah, yeah it's, that's when it's it comes brilliant. Out really well. Yeah, when David which is why I'm again so excited <laughs> for the new season because they both wrote every episode and David Lynch directed every episode, so it's like yeah, I love that. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna be exciting. Anyway, yeah. So, so that was that. That yeah. was that episode of Twin Peaks. Yes. Any last thoughts on anything on that one? Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add? Well, I, I think I asked Aiden this. So, like, this whole premise of this show. Mm-hmm. Is Cooper not a competent investigator? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like... It's a worthy question. Isn't yeah, it? like, yeah. I feel like, is he supposed to be really competent or not? Like, I just... Well, that's... That's a... And, like, because, yeah, like, question, there's three yeah. points that you brought out that, like, he, like... He Audrey came! Yeah. Yes. And was, like, here and here, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, my God, I had a dream. <laughs> yes. Right there. Right. It's, right then it, and there. It does seem like... and. I don't, I don't know, having Gordon Cole in this in the last episode kind of reinforces it that maybe the FBI isn't all on the level on in a lot of different areas, mm-hmm. but, like, there's a lot of secrets that are being kept and there's yeah. a lot of people being kept. Like, if Cooper isn't a com- competent investigator, I think Albert is. I, think I, think, Albert, I like Albert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert yeah. is very thorough and he's very methodical. And grounded. Insight, yeah, grounded, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, he doesn't believe in any of this. No, of course not. Yeah. He, he laughs some, at these stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why I'm. I was surprised. In a previous episode, I was like, I I never really assumed that he was involved. Of course, he he's involved with the Blue Rose cases, which are what these cases are called, which you don't find out till, till, till Firewalk with me. Yeah. But 
of course he works with Gordon Cole. Of course he's he's colleagues with Cooper and they yeah. deal with these weird ass cases. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like he should be because he is so scientific and and grounded, right? Well, he's like the Scully character, right? I think well, he's yeah, supposed to be the one sure. who's who's there to provide the scientific background. So then, on so then stuff. you've got Cooper, who is very spiritual, spiritual, and intuitive, and kind of anti-science. out there. Yeah. Well, not anti-science, but he yeah. believes in other things. Yeah, beyond you know. Yeah. What we can see, yeah, and then you've got Gordon Cole, who's like, as we mentioned in the last episode, Aiden and I were talking about this, that he operates on like a dream logic level, like his. The conversations that he has with people are like, you ask him a pointed question or you say something very pointed to him and he's reading your lips and he gets it wrong and he answers something completely differently. So he, like, but is that a ruse? Is he, like... Yeah, is that just his way of avoiding dealing with <laughs> answering the question that he doesn't want like, to Like, that's why I find him suspicious and, and so compelling, too. But I don't, I, I don't think that the FBI in this show is as competent as they are... Well, I don't know. In real yeah, life, who yeah, knows? Who knows? Yeah. The but events yeah. of the 2016 but election have, <laughs> yes. have tainted yes. my view of the FBI. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think yeah. Cooper is... I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, it's, it's worth, I still think he's a good character. I think he's a good person. Yeah, I think he, yeah. he still aims to do he well. Has, but he has moral goodness in him. And, and he's such a nice person. He is. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's genuinely so nice. Yeah. And he does end up getting to the answer. Yeah. It just takes really weird. Yeah. But weird, is it is it, is the, it the best the, way to do it? Well, I mean, I think so, because there's still points where, like, if they just followed the evidence, they'd hit a roadblock, or they'd go down the wrong path, sure. whereas the dream has kind of consistently led them to the, to the clues that they yeah. need. But, so I mean, that's just a conceit for the show, I think. I don't know. So maybe I always thought that he was kind of like Inspector Gadget, or right? Like, smart, right? Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, oh okay. yeah, I kind of stumbled upon this. And then like, actually, really brilliant because yeah. I see yeah. now with the trench coat and everything. Yeah, right. Like you just he's see like, like go go Cooper Arms. Like, yeah, like I just feel like he's just like that. And then like you you mentioned the part where like he just like his dreams and everything takes him back. So maybe yeah. there's a whole psychological thing where his right. brain is so scattered. Yeah. But when he sleeps is when his brain... Because, you know, when he's sleeping, we organize, sleep, we, yeah, we organize and, and his brain is like, hey, get your shit together. Get your shit together. It's just like Chief Wiggum. Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. the same thing how Chief Wiggum. Exactly. Like, everything's there, mm-hmm. but he just has to He has to, to categorize it and figure yeah, it out. Yeah, so... I, 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 yeah, I guess if whatever bureau or, or section of the bureau that, that um, <laughs> Cooper belongs to, it's like the X-Files. It's yeah, like... Yeah. Where Mulder works, it's like the basement area. Yeah, they're like, okay, you guys go do your thing down yeah. there. We'll just not bug you for a while. You go ahead. Because yeah. because it is so unorthodox. They get to the right answers, but it's just such a, yeah, a weird way of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But it's, yeah, it's good. That's a good question. Yeah. Is is Cooper a competent investigator? Listeners, yes, we hope you will yes. <laughs> come up with some other answers or, or agree or disagree with us. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, yeah, thanks for joining in. Yeah, thanks for joining Thanks in. for coming in, Jen. Yeah, Jen. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate Reggie. It. He's asleep. He's asleep, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah this was fun. Yeah. So if you ever want to come back on the show. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. Always down. Okay. Next one, when we watch the movie together. Yes. Okay, yeah. So sure. that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. That'll be good. Lots of movie watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
If you're enjoying the show and want to join the conversation, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bickeringpeaks, all one word. You can also follow us on Twitter, that's at bickeringpeaks. Or you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review or a comment. We'd love to hear from you.